This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. last night everybody <laughs> yay <laughs> we definitely definitely need to to uh i think what we should do if we're gonna start we should start and introduce the new voice yes yeah and then yes. i definitely want to get into what happened last night yeah okay sounds good i figured okay. you were gonna say it so i was like i don't want to ask about the story. no yeah i don't know it's like it's such a weird thing to like bring up like, uh, you know, out of the blue on the podcast, but kind <laughs> of a kind good of, thing to talk a, about. Yeah, kind of and big poor, deal. poor Cassie. I know. I know. Cassie I'm like, is devastated. She was truly crying devastated. all morning on the phone. Really? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, but out no. of happiness. It's, oh, God. And, and FOMO, but happiness. Yeah, she wanted to be there. Like, we all went out last night. And, oh. you know, she's like, of course, like, the time Did she's she gone. Did she know before – no. Mm-mm. No, so she found out after yeah. the fact. Yeah. I, I sent her a picture, oh. you know, before we posted on social media or whatever, but it's just like Anthony feels really bad. He feels really bad. <laughs> but I was like, you know, we you can't, can't plan your life around everybody. Yeah, though. no, exactly. I mean, we just keep pushing it back and <laughs> exactly. you know he's had it for a month already. Yeah, he so. from what I heard, wasn't he like planning to do it closer to Christmas and he just like could not wait anymore? Yeah, I had Aww. texted him a while back that I was like, man, every year we say we're going to go to the Christmas tree lighting at the Americana and like we've never gone. I'm like, I really want to go to the Christmas tree lighting this year. So I think yeah. he was going to do it then. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> could he was not just like, wait. then he was going to do it at the haunted house that we went to last night. So I was like. <laughs> well, I think you need to say like how it actually happens. Yes. Okay. All right. So. Last night, Anthony had told me like a week ago, he's just like, hey, don't plan anything for the third. It's going to be a surprise because like I love scary shit. And then yesterday morning, we had just finished watching Haunting of Hill House the night before. And I can watch shit like that. with It doesn't phase me barely at all. I did scream once in that show. There was one time I screamed in that show. But other than that, like it really doesn't phase me at all. I can sleep fine afterwards. You're a champion. It's not <laughs> among an, like, champions. Not an issue for me. Anthony, not so much. Like he gets freaked out. He will like break your fingers, like holding onto your hand. He's like scared. <laughs> and so he was like, Do you want me to tell you what we're doing tonight? And I was like cooking breakfast yesterday. And I was like, you know, no, it's a surprise. And he's just like, Well, you might need to prepare yourself. And I was like, okay, Ooh. well, if I need to prepare myself, then like definitely tell me. And he was like, well, um, I got tickets to go to Reign of Terror, which is like a haunted house, you oh. know, in, in Thousand Oaks, like a big, a big haunted house. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I love that shit. I love haunted houses and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, he was like, I don't know. I'm kind of scared. And he's like, after oh. watching, after watching Haunting of Hill House, I'm kind of scared. And he was getting like teary eyed. And I was like, are you okay? Like, are oh you that scared to go to the haunted house? Like, I was like, I'm. We don't have to go. Like, you're really the like, best. It's like I've never been to a haunted house, and I'm just like nervous about it. And I was like, you're okay. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, well, that was weird, but what a good cover. And now so smart. <laughs> no, and then he like, and then 
we were getting ready to get I, – I got dressed and I'm in like a t-shirt and jeans and boots because I'm like, we're going to a haunted house. Right. right. In Thousand Oaks. Yeah. You didn't wear your mall finest. in Thousand Oaks. And he's like, I think I might just switch it up a little bit. Like, I think I might want to like dress up a little bit. And I was like, you, to go to a haunted house, <laughs> you who will wear like t- Hanes white t-shirt and if it's to a, every event. If it's a dress event, it's a black Hanes yes, t-shirt. Exactly. <laughs> precisely. That's, that's fancy, Anthony. He's like, I don't know. I just feel like mixing it up, like maybe a button down or something. And I'm like, he's like, oh, oh do you want to like dress up at all? And I was like, no, we're going to a haunted house. I'm good. Like, I'm good with what I got on. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so then he was like, I love boys. So he was like much. trying on jackets and he's like, what about this members only jacket? Like, what about, I was like, okay, I like it, you know, cool. And then he came out in a blazer oh. over his white t-shirt. And I'm like, why are you wearing a dress blazer to go to a haunted house? So already I'm like suspicious. Right. Suspicious. Right. And then we get in the car. And I have proof. Yeah. I have she, proof. Christina has proof. We got in the car and then I was like, where'd your blazer go? He put his blazer, he took off his blazer, he put it in the back seat, and then put his sweater that was in the back seat on top of it, like over it. And I'm like, that's weird. It's weird behavior. So I texted Christina and I'm like, look, Anthony's acting real cagey. Acting really cagey. I have <laughs> he a feeling. Too many crime drama. I, no, <laughs> I was like, She's I have, like, I have evidence. <laughs> it was, yeah, I was like, I want a paper trail. So I was like, I, um, I was like, I have a feeling he's going to propose or something tonight because he's acting so weird. And then when we got there, we like went to get a drink like across from the place. And he he was like, I don't know if I want to wear this blazer. I don't know if I want to have my glasses on. So he like went back to the car and put his glasses away and took my purse with him. And he came back and he was like, I don't want to wear this blazer. And then like went back to the car again and <laughs> his blazer oh in the my car. God. And I was like, okay, suspect city. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then he didn't propose at the haunted house. So I was like, okay, maybe my like radar was off. I don't know. And then we got to um Sherman Good play, Oaks. Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> One point Anthony. One point. <laughs> Lost us a little bit of the suspicion. <laughs> You're already at like a negative, you know, right. ten or whatever, but you know, up it up it a little bit. So we got to um Sherman Oaks and like parked the car and then we were like walking to the bar to meet everyone. And he stopped me like Across the street from the Panda Express, just on the street <laughs> in Sherman Oaks. Oh and he was like, hey, thank you for going with me to the haunted house today. <laughs> I was like, you know, you're welcome. Of course. Like, I had a great time. And he was like, I just love you so much. Will you marry me? And like got down on his knee and there was a guy at the corner who was like st- getting ready to just turn onto, the- onto Ventura. And he had like stopped and after it all happened, he was like, hey, sorry, but um, I took some pictures if you guys Aww. want them. And oh my I was God. wondering where those pictures came from because there was a guy, a stranger, like parked on the street and he's like, do you want these pictures? And I was like, yeah. And so Anthony gave him his phone number and he texted Anthony the pictures. Aww. So even though we did it just the two of us. He, we still got pictures. That's awesome. So that it was awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. It panned out really, good really nice. People can be good. Yeah. Well, and she texts me and then immediately I'm like, okay. I like put on the board because we had the group chat, chat going with like Amy, our good friend, had been uh-huh. in a car accident yesterday. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was immediately then like, well, this is all a conspiracy. Like, <laughs> 
about Amy. <laughs> about Amy. Yeah. I was just like, this is a conspiracy. Amy's in on it. Amy is in on it. Yeah. Something is going down. I'm like connecting the red yarn to like all these yeah. different things. Because Amy, because um, Amy like is my best friend and she wasn't going to go out last night with us because yeah. she was, you know, in a car wreck earlier. And so after I texted her a picture of my hand, because I texted her too and I was like, yeah, Anthony's acting real cagey. Um, I texted a picture of my hand and she just responded and said, we're coming. And they came to the bar. So yeah, yeah. it was super it was fun. Nice. So yeah. did she really get in a car? Yeah, yeah she, oh did. she did. Okay. She was at the bar in, like drinking water, like on pain meds. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I felt oh. so bad because I was like, I, I totally thought you guys were in on something. I'm oh, so sorry. Yeah. But yeah. I was just like, likely story. I know. I, I had that I had that suspicion as well. I was like, hmm, seems suspicious. Exactly. But but no, yeah. She actually I've been actually, watching too much Agent Aliens I or some know. shit. Yes, you both I'm like oh, I watched Making a Murderer and that's about all I watched. Oh my god, I just finished that. Oh, oh I haven't season two? season two yet. I yep. haven't yet either. I season I'm like two. mid, I think. Oh man. She legit solves the crime. <gasps> Shut up. That's uh, so all I'm going to say. Alert. Uh, but I, I am not saying like what happened, but yeah. do you cap? Zellner is the shit. She's oh, awesome. I have awesome. such a woman crush on her. My mom texted me and was like, have you watched season two of Making Making Murder yet? You need to watch it. And I was like, oh. But I, I mean, I think I've talked about it before in this podcast. Like Anthony and I literally have a Google spreadsheet that we share oh my um, of shows and, and movies that we need to watch because we don't have time. <laughs> So you, do you like thing. you watch one and then he watches? One no, we have to watch them episode. together. Like that's the problem. Like oh, we, we're cute. never like together, so we're like, you know, I have shows that I'll watch on my own, but then there are ones we want to watch together, like Making a Murder. So we have a spreadsheet and we have it in order of importance of like what to watch first. <laughs> so it's on there. It's oh on the list. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, that is incredibly cute. So, you guys, hashtag relationship goals. Aw, thanks. Everyone should have spreadsheets because they're too busy to. We have to pencil in our time together. I mean, you should, everyone should have their own lives and everyone should have a, a way to bring themselves together like you guys yeah. do. And weird things like you guys do. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> everyone should have their weird partner. Bond over Hill House, guys. Exactly. Bond over Absolutely scary, not. scary TV shows. Wow. Well, uh, we should probably like introduce uh, everybody. Mystery Th- voice. Yes. yes. This is my worst date. I'm Christina. I'm Keegan. And I'm Jamie. Surprise. Yes. We have a guest host today. Um, Cassie has to be out of town. And um, actually, she wanted to say something. So I'm going to go ahead and play this right now because it's about your your engagement. Oh. So here we go. So what editing? Hey guys, I'm so sorry I can't be there to record with you today, but I wanted to send send a special message to one of my favorite gals, Keegan. I'm so fucking happy for you and congratulations. I am just thrilled beyond belief. You and Anthony are perfect together and best date ever. And I can't wait to celebrate your big day with you. Love you so much. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, Cassie. I know. That's the oh, sweetest so thing sweet. ever. But yes, Cassie is traveling for work. Um, November's like a really busy month for her. So we, we tried to get ahead on episodes and everything, but just really couldn't make it happen. So we are thrilled to have our good friend Jamie in the chair. Yay. 
and it, they are big shoes to fill. Thank you so much for letting me of do this. Of course. Right. Jamie's a very talented uh, comedian and actress, and we're just super thrilled to have her join us today. So Yay. we hope you guys enjoy this. Also, we're recording in a different space. So if the sound is, is different, that's because we are recording in my uh, bedroom rather than the pod loft. Yeah, this is this is quite an adventure. So thank you for joining us. Yeah. And I also like it because now there's another single gal. Hey. Oh, yes. You're not what? outnumbered. What? I'm outnumbered. What? Exactly. What? And so I know you got stories. Oh, girl. I know you got stories. I got some stories. I can't wait to hear your stories. <laughs> I'm, I can't wait. And I'm also very nervous. <laughs> I'm sure. As somebody that's like out there doing it now for almost a year, I'm like mm-hmm. – Oh my gosh, it's rough. It's nice. This is why yeah. we have this podcast, right? Misery loves company. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so true. I I have to ask just because I'm. What uh, dating apps are you on? Are you using any right now? I what am are your not feelings? Currently on any dating apps, um, I tend to. I have a pattern. Okay. Um, okay. and I always it's generally Bumble. Uh-huh. I generally choose Bumble. I sometimes will throw myself onto Tinder, but it's it's always like throwing myself into the wolf's cave or something like that. And yeah. I immediately like, no, retreat, retreat, retreat. <laughs> get out, get out right now. This was a mistake. <laughs> abort, abort. Yep. So um, Bumble is a little bit warmer and I see it. Even if I don't meet the men, I generally have better conversations with them. So I tend to gravitate towards Bumble. But what I'll do is I'll get on Bumble. I'll match up with like let's say four people, I'll maybe meet one of them, mm-hmm. and I immediately get off. I'm like, by the time I get to a date with someone, I'm like, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this is too much work and too much effort. Um, because it does. It takes up so much of your time. It does. It does. And like Bumble's like time restraints oh, yeah. too make me feel like it's like a Mission Impossible it or is. something. <laughs> what are the time restraints? You have like you match with somebody, they have a day. To like it when you when you you have a day to say anything to them, and then they the have a day yeah. to say something back. Ooh, that's so that's 24 like four hours. The little time clock like, goes. Ding, I can ding, barely ding, text ding, my friends ding, back in twenty four hours. I know. Yeah. Like, I'm I like, can't let alone check like, an app. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it's no. some serious commitment. Yeah, which is no. also kind of why I like it because it also weeds out people that. Like, that are ambivalent. Yeah. And that are on the app forever and don't really go on it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you might match. But that's also weird because if you match up with them and I'm not on the app until those three or four days that I'm magically on. Right. Then you've been on. Like, so to me, that's like, if you're going to be on, be on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which is why I get on and I get off because mm-hmm. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, nope, can't commit to this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this last time around, all four of the guys responded to me and seemingly were like interested. And then two of them just ghosted. And one of them got my number, texted me. We were supposed to get together on a Wednesday that week. Wednesday, dude. I'm why saying, is why it is on that Wednesdays? the magic first meetup <laughs> day? It's but it's always day. fucking it's like Wednesday. Middle day. of the week. That's why. <laughs> That's what those boys are thinking. Yes, it's subconscious. They're it like, it's They're hump like, day. No, it's hump day, girl. You want to get together. <laughs> no, um, I don't. The last I thing don't. I want to do in the middle of a fucking week. Like, I got invited to a um, Halloween party that looked amazing. It looked incredible. And it was, you know, someone who I actually really do want to keep a good working relationship with. And she invited me to her Halloween party. But it was on Halloween and it was in Winnetka. 
And I'm like, I'm not going to Winneka on a Wednesday. Yeah. I'm not doing this. Like a Wednesday night. I'm going home. (laughs) Please. Good night. Yeah. So, okay. So two ghosted. Yep. And then the Wednesday. The Wednesday guy. And I also made plans with another gentleman on Friday. Okay. Great. And then Wednesday came around and he still, and I'm, I'm very adamant about like, you should confirm the day before agree yeah yeah, I, yeah. I just agreed feel like because people are fucking schedules. flakes yeah and everyone's flakes so he did not do that and i was like you know i feel like i've done enough on my end we've texted you have my number like i also want to know if you're interested so i'm not gonna chase after you right i said yes to wednesday you suggested it so it's on you now so he did not text me the day before and then wednesday came around and by like two o'clock, I was like, even if he does text me, I'm not going out with him. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's good. This is my day now, and you missed your chance to confirm with me. And I'm not gonna like at six o'clock have you be like, yo, girl, you ready in an hour? Like, that's not how my life works. I'm a busy bitch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing that. yeah. And like, there's nothing worse than like when you're not sure if you have plans for the evening. And so, yeah, I liked, I'm one of those people who like, I at the start of my day, I like to plan what's going to happen, which mm-hmm. is the same reason why when people text me in the evening and they're like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, look, man, I'm already at home. I already put my sweatpants on. Mm-hmm. My plans are set for yep, the night. The yeah. You know what I yep. mean? I, I don't do that shit. So whenever something's kind of hanging over your head where you're like, am I or am I not going out tonight? I yes, hate that worst. feeling. Well, it's also like knowing knowing your worth because I was just telling you about um, prosecutor guy uh-huh. that I've been – Stabler. Yeah, mm-hmm. have been hanging out with. Tried to make tentative plans for me on a Saturday night at like – too like as like a backup and i'm like no yeah. honey i'm worth way more than that you wasn't want- he like if my plans fall through with my friends do you want to hang out which and i was, I was just like, like no i have plans and yeah it's just like even if i didn't i would still like be like no i'm no one's backup plan first yeah. of all yeah on it's a saturday night it's just like so i'm gonna offensive. put you on hold uh you're on a veil for a date <laughs> on a veil get out of here <laughs> For those that are not in the acting industry, that's when you're pinned for a job, but you may not get it. I've been put on a veil several times and not gotten a call. Yeah, it's like between you and another person and they're like, yeah. It's the worst. Like being put on a veil, like. It's it, it sucks because you get excited. You're like, maybe, maybe like, I'll, I'm so close. I could chase it. Maybe I'll make money. Yeah. And then and then you just don't. They ghost you. Yep. They, they put you on a veil and then they ghost you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear from them ever again. Yeah. So. Acting is a lot like dating. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. So what about Friday guy? So Friday guy. So and by the way, just to finish that one, Wednesday guy never texted. What? Still hasn't texted. I'm the like, fuck. <laughs> okay. Cool. Like, we had such a good conversation. He was super nice. He wasn't necessarily, like, my physical type always, but we had this conversation where he shared, like, a, it was like, there's another podcast he shared with me that has, they just play, like, old records. Um, oh, and I was like, this I like that. awesome. I'll share it with you later when I okay, cool. remember what it is. Um, but I was like this, and I looked, I look into things. Like, if you suggest something really cool to me, I'm going to go look at it. Right. So I listened to it, and I was like, oh, that podcast is great. Like, blah, blah, blah. And he had smart conversation, like big, long texts. And I was like, and you ghosted me out of, and the other guy was super short. I didn't know anything about him. We went right to, like, we had very, very small talk. And then it was like, cool, we've done the supposed small talk. So, you know, like, do you want to get together? And I was like, great. This guy 
confirmed with me on Wednesday for Friday. Nice. Okay. I was like, okay. Okay. And look at you. Thursday, he confirmed again by asking, because um, on Wednesday, then we decided kind of what we were going to do, which he suggested dinner. And I was like, for first day? All oh, right. Coming in hot. What? Coming in hot. Okay. Exactly. I was like, uh, all right. Uh, and I'm willing to like try anything because honestly, most of the time they're great stories. So I'm like, whatever. Exactly. Um, and free dinner. And hopefully free dinner. Hopefully. Yeah. I was just going <laughs> to say, not, let's, let's not, not get Sorry. Excited. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Let's not. Uh, we've read too it's, many stories. It's 2018, it man. And, and girls honestly, do not get free shit nope. anymore. And, and, I, and I don't, I don't need to. Like, it is nice. And I'm not going to lie about that. It's a wonderful gesture because I'm poor. Yeah. But, no um, shit. Me too. You know, like, I don't care. But I also am very conscious of a restaurant we choose because I'm not going to choose a restaurant that I cannot split You're the not tab. going to Morton's or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we chose uh, Vitello's, which is okay. a really nice, like, Italian restaurant mm-hmm. in, yeah. in the Valley. And he, I, I sent him a meme of me, like, of, like, or I said, I'll wear my best flapper dress. Mm-hmm. And so then we went back and forth and had this joke about like him wearing a bow tie and me wearing a flapper dress and I was like cool whatever great yeah let's let's dress up and Thursday he he confirmed again with me and asked me if 830 reservations were all right with me and I literally almost dropped my phone I was like this man is making reservations oh my god where am I that amount of effort it's not much, it's but not it's much. stunning. It will blow, it will blow our minds. It, that I, I'm like, who <laughs> is this up, person? Boys, right? Listen up. That's all it takes. Yeah, is making a phone call that's going to take you literally zero effort to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you have a table. Also, like it's a win-win, really. Yeah. So I we get there, and he's handsome. Um, he did look like his pictures. He definitely looked older and like not completely like. You know, you just get a certain vision of someone in your head. Um, but he was dressed up. He did not wear a bow tie, but he wore a tie. Um, oh. Full blazer, like suit. Like he wore a suit. And I was wearing a dress with my hair curled, makeup on. And it was like full on whatever. And I was like, we're going to have fun tonight. He got really into it with the waiter about like he wanted to share for some reason with me. And I was like, okay. Joey doesn't share food. Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> and I was like. First date, you want to share? Because to me, what that says is like he has every intention on paying, but he wants to keep the bill as low as possible. Mm. <laughs> so he's like, let's share a meal. What he meant was he wanted to share two things. Like he wanted to order, but he wanted me to be able to share it. And I was like, I Why? don't need to, I don't know. Like <laughs> he weird. got really intense about it because I was like, I'm gonna have the gluten free pizza. I was like, I saw it on the menu, I was like, that's what I want. Great. And, and he's he had like texted nah. me about having lasagna prior to the state. I I didn't know anything about him, but I knew he wanted to eat lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> this is really good. Um so I was like, I don't and he was like really getting with the waiter about like, well, is the is is there a gluten free lasagna? And he was like, I mean I can go check. And I was like, I don't want lasagna. And he was like, but there's pork and beef in the lasagna. And I was like, he's like, is the vegetarian lasagna gluten free? Are the meatballs gluten free? He started asking like all these questions about oh, the menu. And, and I was as like, people who have been in food service industry I'm were like, like I'm gonna, don't I'm gonna rock die. the fucking boat. Right. Just order your shit and I leave already, this poor person alone. Exactly. And he didn't have a lot of people. So I was like, he has the time to do all of this. And he was being very nice. But I was like, mm, could we just, I want the gluten free pizza. I'm good. Like, <laughs> you want lasagna? Just get the lasagna. 
Um, I just don't understand, like, making a scene like that so unnecessarily it's, on a first date. Like, I think it was just nerves, and that's what it yeah, came out to be. Yeah. I don't know. But Well, how'd the rest of the date go, then? Um, Well, he ordered the same drink as me. Our conversation was fine, and I know that he kept making me look at the moon behind him because I, I was wearing a, a very, like, boobalicious top, and so he kept weirdly pointing out the moon. <laughs> So that I would literally turn around. So he could just be like, behind me. So he could just stare. blatantly stare. Because <laughs> I caught him looking once and I was like, you really. But he was a, outside of that. He was a complete gentleman on the date, which was very nice. Um, our conversation was fine throughout dinner. It, we laughed. We talked. Uh, it was strange. There was lots of. He was a. First of all, he was 40. Um, so his profile. I, I don't know if you've experienced that at said all. Said 36. It's Why like would 36. he lie? It, it's not necessarily that they lie. I mean, I've seen a lot of people, I think they're just dumb, that on their profile, they're like, I don't know why my profile, they'll say it in their paragraph. Like, like my profile I'm says actually 48. I'm actually 23. And you're like, what? But then it matches you with wrong people. So I'm like, why wouldn't you? So you have to change it on Facebook with Bumble because it connects to your Facebook. So if right. your Facebook's lying, it's going to lie on your Bumble. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you you mm-hmm. guys can't see Keegan, but there's side eye there, yeah. and and Why appropriately would your so. Facebook have the wrong exactly. I don't know age on it. That way you can match with twenty year olds. That's exactly. so gross. <laughs> that is so gross. And then be like, actually, I'm forty. Oopsies. I mean, and it serves very little purpose. Four years, like 36 to I know. 40, like fucking why? I know. Four years doesn't do shit, man. It doesn't really matter. It just it's, makes me think that you're a liar. It's the cutoff. Yeah, it's they're trying to get into the cutoff. Oh, you know what I, I mean? see. That bracket. So it'll that match bra- you with people who are. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm, I, don't yeah. like, so, I don't like that. I don't like I mean, I don't like that he lied. I did like that he was older. I was like, oh, well, that's good for me because right. i want you to be older um so yeah we went to the back room the speakeasy and so he made this so i wanted to pay for the second drink mm-hmm. so he made this really big deal with the server about me paying for the second drink and I, again these were like just little like come on man he was like i need to save face and blah 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 and i'm like okay. do you it's not i know we're in a speakeasy but it is not 1928 and right. i don't think literally no one cares come no the fuck. literally no one definitely cares. don't yeah <laughs> he was like i do not care i just want to be paid. Um, who tips better? Then she's definitely paying. I'm just kidding. I don't know. He could have tipped really well. And I do remember at one point asking him about like how long his relation, like if he's ever been engaged or married. And, you know, he's close to 40. I'm divorced. Like, so it certainly, oops, uh, it certainly happens. <clears throat> so he was like, no. And I said, well, what is the longest relationship you've ever been in? And he said, um, five years. And I was like, okay. And he was like, but not all five years. Like, we broke up and like, whatever. On and off like, for five years. Okay. Hmm. And he's like, and it was a long time ago. It was in my 20s. And I was like, okay. Whoa. So did this did this woman just like really fuck him up that he didn't want to like be in another relationship? Or like, what happened? No, because here's the thing. I then said, well, what was the, you know, why didn't it work out? Uh, you know, like what happened? And he goes, mm, the sex was really bad. For five years? And I was like, that's a long time to stay with someone who the sex isn't good. And then he talked about how like, you know, she was really like disrespectful in the car. Like when he was driving, like she would be like, why did you turn there? Blah, blah, blah. And like get up in his face, which. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um, Again, five years though. Like right? these seem like things that you should have nipped that relationship 
Because you broke up and got back together, too. So you made, like, a conscious decision to be, like, it's worth it. But you're also, like, in your 20s, too. So, like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Like, well, and she was probably just hot. So it was, like, well, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So end of the day. Again, we had a nice time. He was nice, just not my my guy. And um, I had Ubered there because it was pretty close to where I was staying. And he asked me if I – he's like, do you want to ride home if that's okay with you? And he was very clearly, like, okay with me saying no, which I was very appreciative of. Again, very gentleman. And I said, you're not going to rape me, are you? <laughs> and he goes – Nope, didn't plan on raping. And I was like, great, cool. You might as well ask and gauge the reaction. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. If they get real weird about it, then you're like, um. And you're like, yeah, I'm just going to walk. I'm going to risk rape on the streets. Um, So uh, he drove me home and we're sitting doing the weird, awkward, like, so who's going to. And I'm like, I finally, again, drunk and I'm a very aggressive human. So I literally just like put my hand on his thigh and I went, look, if you want to kiss me, you're going to have to get out of the car. And he looked at me and he goes, what? (laughs) I was like, and he goes, okay. And he turns off the car and I was like, well, you didn't have to turn off the car. We're not going to like make, okay, it's fine. So we get out of the car. He comes over and he like does this weird side hug thing that he doesn't completely embrace me, but it's like, like a, a weird Christian side. hug. Yeah, yeah. I hate, and I hate side hugs more than anything in the world. It is one of my number one pet peeves. I hate that weird like. They just remind me of church camp because that's what they they called it a Christian <laughs> hug, where they were like, because I don't think I've ever been side hugged in my whole life. No, oh, I, okay, you lucky. then you the did not. Worst. I had to go to. I went to Christian camp a lot growing up <laughs> and there was a whole thing where I don't know they just thought that the sex would happen immediately if you like hugged someone if of the opposite sex maybe were close yeah like they boobs were just, like, first magnets. yeah exactly yeah yeah and just like you know in the hole immediately um so they would they would do what was called a Christian hug and if you were hugging someone of the opposite gender you had to do it from the side oh. or you had to do a hand hug. Oh my god. Do you know what, what a hand hug is? is? Hand hug? So Jamie, put your hand against mine and then you wrap your thumbs around. Oh, oh my god. Hand hug. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> Learning new stuff every day, guys. Every I don't like day. any of that. That's Neither did horrifying. I. Okay, so continue. So, side weird side hug. And he's much taller than me, so it was this weird, like kind of under the boob weird situation. You know, he put one arm like over me, and I then I was like kind of trying to like <laughs> lean in a little bit. It was, I mean, this all happened very fast. So, like, I mean, in slow motion in my head, but like, envisioning this is what's it is happening. so I'm like, weird. Oh, so I kind of put my hand on his chest, but I'm like, I would like to be more. It's face like on. one of those weird portraits, like engagement portraits, where like you're standing with your hands <laughs> really, like, on their chest. Oh my chest. god, that's exactly what it looked yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and I'm like, how are we? Okay, we're we're doing this. So then we're going. Like he starts. To, um, we're gonna, I guess, make out a little. And I still shudder at this kiss after. Oh, the fact. Jesus. I just got chills. <laughs> I, I don't even know what's coming, but I, so, I feel chills. He did this weird open mouth thing where it was like he was a blowfish <laughs> oh, trying no. to breathe with me. Oh, my God. So he put his mouth over my mouth. And so I'm like, cool. We're going to like, little tongue look great. And like nothing happened. It was just oh. too open. I was like, have you watched every Disney movie out there? 
the, you can't see it, sir, but there are tongues generally like going at it when the, no, the mouth just weird wet, just weird open like mouth. oh, like, I was like oh, okay. So the first time it happened, I was like, okay, that was a mistake. He meant to do tongue and he chickened out or like I don't know what happened. So the second time it happened, I put a little tongue in and he retreated, and I was like, oh, he's a no tongue. Never did tongue ever. We did okay, it three so, times, so and I was sex like, "Sex was bad because of right. him." Ding, 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 ding. So ding, now we ding, know ding, 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 ding. it's not her fault. Nope. In that five-year relationship, I was like, yeah. "Oh, you don't know how to no, I, do I've, this." I've You're forty, right? No, nope, uh-uh. and nope, and no long relationship. Yeah, it all makes sense because that's the thing. Like, if you can't figure out a kiss, I'm not giving you the keys to anything any, else. Anything else? No. This no, is how, this is the least complicated part of my body. <laughs> In of my God forbid I let you down there oh, to try to figure that out if you can't figure out my can lips. Can you imagine right? the cunnilingus with that guy? Oh my he God. Just, like, mouth. just wet mouth. <laughs> He's just pushing his wet open mouth. <laughs> oh, you'd be like, I think we're done here. You can come up now. <laughs> we're done. We're never going to have you do that again. <laughs> Done. That's the worst. Oh, oh God. my okay. God. Yeah. But I did I did shut it down Ooh. by saying, <laughs> I was like, I'd invite you up, but I live in a dining room, so I'm not going to do that. I say good day, sir. Good, good night. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he would have come up. I he, he wasn't invited anyway, but like, <laughs> yeah, I think that definitely. kiboshed him ever. To, like, I don't know. And I don't know. Maybe I was a nightmare on this date, too, and he hated everything about me. I don't know. We laughed a lot. We had fun. I will say he was a gentleman, and I do appreciate that. And I didn't walk away traumatized. Yeah, I walked away no, with a funny good. kiss story. But outside of that, like, he'll be fine and he'll meet his boring right girl. There's someone out there who's willing to deal with that. Or and for fix sure. it. And like someone who will get along with him personality-wise At 40, more. I don't know how much fixing is Yeah, old dog new tricks kind of thing. Maybe there's just a fish mouth out there for him. Oh, oh yeah. That's true. Maybe. You know maybe. I mean? maybe she's like, this is how I like to kiss as well. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Let's connect. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, are you an alien? <laughs> That's so oh my strange. God. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have to do we have to do a fuck Mary kill. Yeah. I got a request from from Cassie because um if you actually go to our Patreon page, you will see some bonus content. She is out on the road doing um doing interviews and talking with people, so there's a lot of bonus Man footage on the up street. There. Yeah. But, oh so, That's so fun. Her fuck Mary kill is Top Gun this week. Okay. So we got Maverick, Ice, and Goose. Okay, I need so. a refresher on this yeah, because, because I, I have not seen – I haven't seen – Ice is Val Kilmer, right? That's Val Kilmer. Oh. Goose okay. is Anthony Edwards, the one that's married to Meg Ryan. Yeah. Goose, you big stud. Okay. And, and then Maverick is, is Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Okay, and I have not seen Top Gun since I was like – I have how many? Ten. Minutes. So usually when we do these fuck Mary kills of characters, we do the character. And I'm like, I don't yeah, know these it's, characters. It's hard to be like, you know, especially knowing what we know now, knowing like what Anthony Edwards grows up to be, what Val Kilmer grows up to oh, be. Oh, God. You know yeah, what I mean? Then, You're like, and what and Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise grows up to be. I don't yeah. want – he's the best looking by far of all three of those, but like he's but even, the he, – You kind of have to like kind of squint now at him because you can tell he's definitely had some work I mean, done. He, and he's Tom in Cruise his 50s. 
Me either. He's, been, he's not my he's thing never, either. But I understand his attractiveness. Cassie is obsessed. She I'm loves Tom Cruise. Not, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm, I'm with you and also just a boatload of crazy, which I'm not willing to take on. He's got shark eyes for Oh, for God, real. yeah. Like, And he, I've heard, is very charismatic. And I'm like, he might be a psychopath. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I got like bodies. Um, yes, I've got vibes. Um, I also don't know what happened with Anthony Edwards. He's he's fine. He's he just looks like a guy in his mid to late fifties. Wasn't he, was he like, on what what was he on was ER or something? He was. Yeah, he was on ER. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're just. I think we're just talking about that. He yeah, he just looks like a, a middle aged dude now. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. kind of a bald middle aged oh, man. Oh, well, Cassie's Cassie's answer. Yeah, I'll share it. hers. Cassie is going to fuck Maverick. Obviously. 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 Yeah. She's going to marry Goose because, I mean, you you have to. He's the most marriageable. Yeah. Yeah. And kill Ice. But Val Kilmer was so hot. I know. I'm so hot. Yeah. So hot. He's not anymore at all. He wasn't really my type back in the day either. I loved Val Kilmer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I would fuck Val Kilmer, Mm -hmm. marry Goose, and kill Maverick. Yep. Maverick Same. also, I don't he remember this a, movie, but he was a dick, right? He was a dick. Yeah. Also, hockey I want to talk about Bad Kiss. Oh. That scene, he licks her teeth. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm no. going to pull, I'm gonna pull up. teeth that we want cleaned. <laughs> no. I'm going to pull up the sex scene from Top Gun so you can see how oh, fucking awkward it that is. That grosses me but out. But he legit licks her teeth. Oh, that grosses me out in the worst way. And I'm way. like, no. No, I don't, don't like that at all. There is also something, I was listening to another podcast where they were talking about Tom Cruise and how there's something like oddly asexual about him, even though he plays a lot of characters mm-hmm. that do the sex in movies. They <laughs> do the sex. They, they do the sex good in movies, but <laughs> there is something just weirdly like... I've never had a sexual attraction to Tom Cruise. Like, I could acknowledge that, like, he's a good-looking guy. He's a good actor. He's good at, you know, action movies and all that stuff. But there was never anything that was like, yes, like, he's mm-hmm. a sexy man. He's better at romance than he is at sexuality, like, passion Yes, and yes, sexuality. exactly. He's not good. He's you know like, how oh, we talked? Yeah, you had me at hello, and you're like, oh. Yeah, he's great at romance. But, like, we talked about how, like, Daniel Craig is probably – even though he's not my type physically at all, mm-hmm. you can look at Daniel Craig and be like, you're good at sex. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I know yep. you're good at sex. Tom Cruise doesn't have that, like, at all to me. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Val Kilmer in that movie has that to me. Val Kilmer had real good sexual energy in the 90s. Yeah. He looks like a bloated mess now. Yeah. But he's not. Yeah. I just, I can't. Like, he would be probably my kill. Really? Okay. Yeah. So who are the others for you? Um, I don't, I, that's, it's so hard. I mean, I guess logically I probably would, yeah, kill Val Kilmer. <laughs> I like how I'm murdering first. <laughs> like, yeah, get you out of the way. Um, and I, I feel like I have to say Goose I'd marry and Tom Cruise I'd fuck. I think Goose is the obvious choice for Mary just because he was the nicest guy. He was yeah. awesome if I remember, in that movie. Correct. But I yeah. also, here's the thing. I would probably end up like marrying Tom Cruise and regretting it greatly um, <laughs> as a character even you know what I mean like I'd be like yeah because he's strong and confident and there's like that air of like to be honest to be honest if yeah. I'm gonna be honest with myself as a human I probably would marry Tom Cruise fuck Goose and kill Val Kilmer <gasps> nice yeah Good yeah answer. I mean yeah I, I see that I understand 
Um, okay, so should we right. maybe take Yeah, we should five take five and then, and then we'll come hit. back with stories? Yes. Okay. okay. Cool. And we're back. <laughs> so, okay. Um, During the break, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Jamie informed us that there is a Yelp for boyfriends. Yeah. There I, is. I, I, it I'm might shook. be shut down at this point, but um, there used to be what, like a, a website that was similar to Yelp that you could – Basically, warn other women about these guys that you would go out with, and it was it was like this database where you could go and see if this guy had been reviewed by somebody. <gasps> oh, oh my shit. god! Yeah, I bet it got shut news. down. I bet it got shut down. Uh, uh, yeah, it was in 2013. Yelp, Yelp for guys founder hopes it makes men better. It's a BuzzFeed article, but yeah, there used to be. There used to be. I don't know if it still exists, but yeah, I'm looking oh it up gosh. right now. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. No, I need to know. That's amazing. Yeah. If it still exists, Christina, it's please. An, it's an app. Alexander Chong came up with the idea for Lulu, which is what it's called. It's a Yelp for boys. Lulu. It's an app? Mm hmm. God, how the scared only women were men? create reviews of men they know. Rather than writing anything they want, though, they're confined to a series of questions and a drop down list of qualities. So. Okay, so you fill out a survey regarding any given dude. That one's a little, it sounds like a little nicer, but there's also this that says that sets it apart from sites like Don't Date Him Girl. Oh, I love that. Don't um, Date Him Girl. Which I'm literally pulling up right now. Oh, Sister no, it Solidarity. Doesn't ex- it doesn't exist anymore. So these all came out in around 2013 and they all got shut down, I think. Oh, man. And I wonder if Lulu still exists. Well, listen, I am in a girl group, like an L.A. girl group on Facebook, and they do that for each other. Mm. Like, if they have had, like, really bad dates, they will share. Because it's a secret group, so it's private. And so, like, they will share pictures, names, like, or they'll just share, like, their Tinder page and be like, Mm -hmm. yo, watch out for this guy. He's nice. Yeah. He has all of these bad qualities. Um, Okay. So, let's get into some stories. All right. I'll go first this week. Hello, people of my worst date. I am fairly new to your podcast, found you on Twitter, and would like to share my hilarious worst date story with you. (laughs) It's kind of long and rambly, but I felt like the small details added to the hilarity of the situation. Enjoy. All right. Last year, during the summer, at the height of my post-breakup online dating hoeing around phase. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, hoeing around phase. Yep. <laughs> I had a guy on OkCupid message me out of the blue. We hadn't matched, but he looked kind of cutish in his profile pic, so I decided to actually read what he had to say. It was a very straight-to-the-point message. No introductions, small talk, or anything. He was asking me if I wanted to go on a picnic on the beach. He would provide tacos. I accepted. And asked him tacos tacos, on the beach. Tacos on the beach. It doesn't sound bad. No, it's. I mean, sounds amazing. Yeah, sounds good so far. Delightful. (laughs) Yeah, just bring napkins. We're good. Mm -hmm. I accepted and asked him if he had a beach he wanted to go to. He told me a very specific beach he had in mind. Again, in his straightforward, no bullshit manner, which I thought was a little weird, but whatever. It wasn't a beach that I recognized. There's multiple in the city. But I didn't think much of it. We arranged a time and date. This sounds like murder. I know. So it sorry. really does. We're leading to murder. It really does. I'm glad you're alive, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah, we recorded an episode um, not too long ago where she met him in the woods. And I was like, this Ooh, is not girl, good. What you doing? <laughs> not good. Mama says no. Yeah. <laughs> um, we arranged a time and date. And I told him, okay, see you then. And forgot about it for the rest of the week. 
The day rolls around and it's about an hour before I have to leave. Now I'm kicking myself for not doing this earlier, but I pull up on Google where this beach is and how to get there. To my dismay, the first results that pop up explain that it is a nude beach. (gasps) I am sitting there thinking, oh my God, this motherfucker. I would like to see your pink taco. (laughs) (laughs) Tacos on tacos. Oh, Um, God. I'm sure that's a website. She says, I I uh, tacos on tacos. It absolutely (laughs) is. Someone has a taco fetish. If not, it's going to be now. (laughs) We should trademark that. TM. You heard it here first. We are going to be billionaires. Tacos on tacos. Um, Yes. I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my God, this motherfucker. I love that. And contemplate whether I should bail or not. Against my better judgment, I decided to go anyway, thinking it would at least be hilarious. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. This ended up being a bad call. Uh (laughs) I roll up to the beach and wait for my date. He shows up on his bike, wearing jeans, a backpack, (laughs) skater-style sneakers, disheveled hair, and an ugly Ed Hardy-tattoo style t-shirt with a tiger on it. Oh, Ed Hardy's no. the worst, you guys. The worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's Throw the worst. it out. Throw burn it. Burn it. Get it done. Does mm-hmm. your shirt have rhinestones on it? Get no. It Get it out. Get it out. Maybe a or jeans. jeans. Get that. And don't wear those weird, like, sportsman sunglasses either. They're <laughs> oh, so awful. God. Like, fine. When you're wearing, when you're, like, playing soccer, fine. But, like, do not wear them in the regular The world. really long ones. The weird long ones. That make you look like LeVar Burton in fucking Star Trek. Of your hat. <laughs> if you wear your fucking sunglasses on the back of your head, that is like telltale you're a douche. Douche, yeah. douche city. Okay, so um, she she says a reminder that it is 2017. The era of the skater boy has long passed. Yep, yep, we're done. <laughs> we introduced and head over to find a spot to picnic. We sit down on the grass next to the sand, and he starts pulling out picnic stuff from his backpack. This is when I find out that instead of sitting on a picnic blanket, we are sitting on a fitted sheet. (laughs) As he's pulling it... As he's pulling it out from his backpack, I get a quick whiff and come to the conclusion... Oh, oh no. no. Oh no. That this may or may not have come straight off of his bed oh. right before he headed out the door. Oh. <laughs> oh no. There weren't any suspicious smells, but it definitely smelled musty like he'd been sleeping on it. The tacos oh, ended up being slider style sandwiches because nope. he didn't have time uh-uh. to get tortillas. Apparently, he didn't have time for Taco Bell. That's crazy. And he didn't have time to wash his sheets. Oh God, I just got chills. So gross. Can you imagine sitting on like a dirty she- fitted sheet on a dirty skater like, boy's fitted sheet? Yeah, I'll just I'm sit good. on the sand. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. Sand all my <laughs> like clothes. pulling your skirt down, like it's <laughs> fine. Pull your skirt to the beach. <laughs> Apparently, expecting actual tacos is asking for too much. So here I am, sitting on a crumpled pile of bedsheets, eating not tacos, and talking to this weird-ass guy from the internet. And since we're at a nude beach, we are surrounded by naked people of all shapes, sizes, genders, and ages. Thankfully, he didn't feel the need to start undressing, and neither did I. We ended up being the only fully clothed people at this beach. Our conversations were okay, but it is really difficult to concentrate and complete sentences when there's a dude walking with his swinging dick off in the distance behind (laughs) me. It's very distracting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As he tells me more about himself, I learn that his living situation... Oh, no. Is a cupboard, on boxes. It's a cupboard under the stairs type bedroom in a shared house is with he? a mattress on the floor. Is Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> my first thought too. I'm oh like, do you live with your Aunt Petunia <laughs> and your cousin Dudley? <laughs> oh my God. Um, He's going to grow up to be a real boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you gotten your letter from Hogwarts yet? Okay. <laughs> Our tacos are made from ingredients that he got from the pantry that he volunteers at. At least he volunteers. Aww, Listen. That's nice. Obviously, I'm not going home with this guy, although I had already decided that within the first 30 seconds of meeting him. So after a while, you I going to get on the back of his bike. You were going to get on the back of his bike. <laughs> on, the, on the handlebars, Jamie. Right. Jamie, oh. my God, he's an adult. <laughs> and go to Just his. To be clear, it was a. Bike, bike, not like a motorcycle. No, it was a bike, I think. Right, bike, bike. Yeah, Yeah. you don't want to get on his bike handlebars. Go back to his cupboard, his mattress on the floor in the cupboard. (laughs) Oh my God. And you'll just take the fitted sheet back out of the backpack. Just shake it off. Shake it off. Shake the sand off. Shake the sand off. Put it back on the bed. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Shake some of those burgers off. (laughs) Oh God. Um, So after a while, I decide that I've had enough, and I tell him that I need to go home. He walks me to my car, and in a very awkward last-ditch attempt, he asks if I have a bike rack on my car, probably Mm. implying that he'd like to come home with me. I told him that I have no such things, and I give him a hug goodbye, and we part ways. As I drive off, I burst into laughter and text my friend about the experience when I get home. I'm left feeling a mixture of amusement, what the fuck just happened, and like I had wasted my time. He never contacted me again, and thankfully, he's never tried to hit me up either. The end. Thank you for sharing. Oh, my God. That is fantastic. Oh, the cupboard wow. under the stairs. I wow. mean, the nude. Be- I mean, can you imagine a nude a beach? Nude, a nude beach. Why would you? Why? Yeah. Well, he had to pick somewhere that was in the vicinity, biking distance. Oh, Obviously, yeah, clearly, that's true. Yeah, good <laughs> like, point. Can't pick a beach. Turns that's- out he wasn't a murderer. Just, just awkward. Just really <laughs> awkward. Just living in 2008, like Ed Hardy, fucking skater boy vibes. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, man. He's wearing, like, Etnies, like, skater shoes. God. Like, well, you do you. I, I you do person, you, but, like, like yeah. I, I think I'm, I'd am i be so uncomfortable with the nude beach for, like, a first oh. date. Like, a first date's not awkward enough that we're going to introduce, like, and random genitalia. I don't understand mix. how you can be so clueless to take somebody there and then just, like, look them in the eye and be like having a conversation with them without realizing that they might be totally uncomfortable surrounded by a bunch of fucking naked people. It's like that meme with the little dog who's like, this is fine this in is the fine. midst of the fire. Yeah, you're yeah, like, you're like, this, this is, is fine. fine. Everything's yeah. good. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> I'm okay. so sorry. At least he didn't make her a spaghetti burrito. <laughs> oh my God. At least he didn't make her a spaghetti burrito and at least he didn't murder her. Yeah. Right. Ugh. It sounded very murdery. There in was the a lot of naked people around that would have saved her. I know. Seriously. Came to the rescue. Just, just what you want to happen. Just what you want to happen. Yeah. Someone's dick to hit you in the face while they save you. <laughs> okay. Well, mine is um, not that horrible, but it's one of the first kiss stories because we got a few oh, emails Sorry. this week. And you know, I love like awkward, like eighth grade. Yes, we, we requested and, and you guys delivered. So yes, thank you. We've got a ton okay. of them. So um, this one I really like. He asked to uh, remain anonymous. So he says, it was a mutual first kiss at a birthday party in eighth grade. Aww. She was beautiful. 
I mean, amazing, but in the mid-70s, eighth grade was right on the brink. We were semi-friends, but not like kids today. They seem far more mature. We were friends in more of a teasing, mocking way. So, setting the scene, it's mid-70s. That's cute. Maybe they're like playing it. Records play in. <laughs> An eight-track. It's like eighth grade birthday party. Mix of kids. It's like the first... Uh, I picture it being summer. I love that feeling, like you know that feeling that you of had, hope. like in eighth <laughs> of hope before yes. you were. They were dashed. Sorry. <laughs> yes. No, just like that feeling whenever you were like in eighth grade, like that, like butterfly feeling of that having your first mixed gender birthday party, co-ed birthday party. I know. You know, like oh my god. For us, we had um roller rink oh hell yeah do you remember those yes i had those in elementary school yes i had no desire for boys though i just wanted to fly on the (laughs) fly on the (laughs) get off of me but i'm skating i'm skating (laughs) couple skate to like the song from armageddon come on oh god yeah i want to do that i don't want to close my eyes i don't want to miss a thing (laughs) um so he says uh her birthday i'm stunned i'm invited i ring the bell Go in, and her parents are gone. She she told me that she liked me, and we need to be together. What I didn't realize, listen to what a planner this chick is. What I didn't realize was she told me a 7.15 start time, but everyone else ate so that we could practice kissing. She is brilliant. I like her chutzpah. Wow. (laughs) This story is about Hillary Clinton. Yes, I'm just joking. (laughs) I panicked, worried my breath was bad, so I chewed a giant wad of Big League Chew. Oh my God, Big League Chew. (laughs) I didn't tell her this, and I, I think she thought I was sane, so she didn't ask. So we started okay, although it took a few nose bumps, a forehead knock, and me accidentally crushing her dog when he moved next to her without me knowing. Yep, been there. <laughs> he jumped, screamed, and we lost a good 20 minutes of practice trying to calm the dog down. <laughs> I just see like two Everything. eighth graders like trying to learn how to kiss. She's like, I scheduled you at 7.15. Oh my God, I love <laughs> it. We have penciled 45 you minutes to this practice girl. kissing. <laughs> We're going to oh learn. Oh my God, I love her. I yeah. love her. That's hilarious. <laughs> Moving forward, we that, got- That girl went places. I want to know what she's I up to now. She Please is. send us an update. Is she a CEO of a company, of she's a Fortune 500 be. company? She's very successful. Yeah. Yeah. This Absolutely. is very forward thinking, for sure. Okay. Moving forward, we got it down to a science, but we lost track of time. I think kissing is an instinct, not a construct, and we really got it down. Yeah. I forgot about the gum, though. <laughs> We must have been at it for 20 minutes until we realized it was 8.15. She jumped up after hearing the bell ring a dozen times, but it was in the middle of the end of the kiss, and she didn't realize my gum had woven itself into her braces. (gasps) Not a little. It literally looked like a Navajo tapestry of pink gum interwoven with white teeth and steel braces. (laughs) Oh, and her hair. We had sort of leaned over. Like I said, it became so natural. We lost track of everything. Somehow, I think it was when she grabbed me by my neck and said, give me a hickey. I must have hit hair. Oh, no. (laughs) I love this girl. Seriously, this girl is my dream. (laughs) She's amazing. I want half of that confidence. I know. She's like, you're you're here at 715. Now give me a hickey. You know what that that is? You know what that is? 
big dick energy. Totally. This that this girl chick invented has it. Big dick energy. <laughs> like, For sure. So when she answered the door, there were five of our classmates plus five parents. Shut up. We looked like hell. <laughs> One girl's parents grabbed her by the arm and took their daughter home. That parent hit the parent panic hotline button, and 20 minutes later, my mom was there to pick me up. As bad as that was, while my mom was dragging me out to the car, the girl's mom and stepdad, then her dad, a police officer in our town, rolled up. (gasps) No! In retrospect, it is funny now, but at the time, I felt terrible. My parents were fine. My dad said, what the hell is wrong with you? My mom just said, Gum? Is there something wrong with you? (laughs) But her parents were conservative, and it wasn't as funny for her. Oh, that sucks. Now, this said, the most embarrassing thing that could ever happen to me or her happened together, and what I learned that day still serves me well today. It wasn't just a first kiss. It was a first shared experience where only two of us sort of knew what happened and had to endure, and the only way to make it through was to team up. Aww. And I thought that was really cute. That is the cutest. Oh my yeah. god, that is so cute. But I love that story. I love the detail of the gum, like being woven into the brace, and just imagine like gum in the hair, the braces, the hickey on the neck. You at have 8:15. to take the gum out of your mouth. Why were you kissing with big league chew in your mouth? Yes. Oh my god. I mean, That's why precious. with braces? Why? Why weren't you like, hey, take that, take the gum out, like? Because she was so in charge. No, she was so charged. In the her mouth. her eye was on the prize. Yeah, and she was just like, I don't care about anything else. Just kissing. <laughs> yes, just We're gonna kissing. practice. We're Get just gonna practice. Here. Well, and that type of confidence. I mean, I've I've done that before where I wanted to make out, buddy, and I was like, so I like got I I got him a drink. This was recent, so like this is not when I was a child. But I was like, I got him a drink, and I was like, cool. He was I was like invited him to make out. I was like, this is not anything more than this. We were old college friends. And I remember bringing him into my bedroom and being like, I made a playlist. Press <laughs> play. We're, and it was like, it's our makeout playlist. Prince to start oh. it. And I legitimately made a playlist. And then we made out. And it was great. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, been that's there. amazing. I been also, there I also like a good playlist in oh, the background. God. You guys Makes check out the, the 90s love song playlist on Spotify. It is, it made my life yesterday. Ooh. Nice. I was just belting every, every time a song started, I was like, yes, okay, <laughs> uh-huh, mm, this was my job. It, like, brought back hope from when I remembered love was real. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> but, yeah, no, on my playlist, I I have, like, specific. I have, like, mm. a, a, like, rough sex playlist. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. have a I Want It Gentle playlist yeah, yeah i have a you set the tempo yeah That's smart. i do and i'm like i have a build i have a decrescendo i have a build up again you know i'm like these are these oh, are wow, well constructed you spent some well time on that because that I shit be is following hard. her on spotify, uh, on spotify? To, yeah like, see these lists yeah She's like, i'm kind of a big deal well i mean it's different i'm i'm like i'm gonna fuck you very differently to nine inch nails than i would to like al green those yes. are 100%. Yes. Completely different. And if you don't understand that, then we shouldn't be fucking. Why I had so many men that are so against having sex to music, I don't understand. I'm like, it's going to be so much better. It like, really is. It won't my, be like awkward will, and quiet. It will open the Pandora's box of like my world. And Have you like, ever had sex with a TV show on? That sucks. Mm, that no. is weird. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
That yeah. laugh track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't need that kind of negativity. Friend, friends is life. on in the background and you're like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Romance is dead. But yeah. <laughs> no, my, my, my one kink. I mean, I love that. I love having music on mm-hmm. in the background. Me That's too. definitely like a kink of, of mine. I'm also a huge fan of dirty talk. Me too. I really am. Oh my not God. like a lot. I don't need to have a whole conversation. I'm or not whatever. good at it. No. So but even something as simple as being like, that feels so good. Oh, oh, that's okay. Not, well, that's yeah. easy. That's all I'm saying. I'm like, oh. t- like something like that even is Just is enough. Being communicating in bed <laughs> is a good thing. Yeah, I don't feel like you're asking a lot on that one, and I don't think you have to be good or bad at it. It's like just being honest, like. That feels amazing. Like you can be very simple, and it's not hard. Yeah, like exactly. I'm not. You can asking- get into calling like them daddy later, but you know. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! The last guy is like, well, not technically the last guy, but I I erased the other one after that. Um, he was horrible, oh. and like he did this weird thing when I bit him. He's like, fuck, and I was like, oh, <laughs> a lot of vocal fry, and you're like, he, I was like, Ooh, no, and he's like, I like it anywhere, and I was like, I'm sure you do. Uh, and I literally I ended up having hiss. sex with him. <gasps> <gasps> Sorry. What? Like a pot? Like a like, kettle? Like, like, like a hold snake? on. His, when like, he, a when like he came, I'm going to do this face. He has a tea pot. I'm going to do this face. Oh, my face. God. I'm so, he's so like, scared. He's, he's coming. And he's like. <laughs> oh, and I have never seen anything like that God. before in my life. Oh, my God. I was shook. I'm terrified. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like. Did you just, just turn into Mothman? I feel like, <laughs> like just like sex faces. You're like, what? Although that wouldn't be a very good podcast with. <laughs> she she looks so like a hissing gross. cat right now. Just oh, so you know exactly oh, what like squinted eyes. eyes. Oh. It was like <laughs> mouth open. Like, oh, oh I don't, I I don't oh like God. that. Oh, what are you gonna do? Spend the rest of your life like looking at that? At the no, <laughs> I'd be like, we're doing it doggy style. <laughs> when you need to come, like just turn me around. But you still have to- <laughs> And I'm gonna put my earplugs in, and I'm gonna put my music on. I can't, I can't unsee that. Oh, like, you I, ha- I, I have that now, ever and ever. Is it en- my brain? Look, you can edit this out, but is it anyone that you've talked about before or that we know? Oh no, oh no. <laughs> she is not in yes. Oh, oh God. Okay, I'll let Here you. I'll let you know when it's when it's done. Oh, that was very scary. Yeah, that was very scary. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> But Dirty Talk is amazing. The last guy Dirty I slept Talk with is amazing. was like... Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. No, it's fine. Uh, it, I was just... It was in New York and he was... Like, we met and we were instant like, I need to take your clothes off. Like, I've yes. never felt that way before about anybody where oh, I'm like, amazing. I just want to like everything inside any hole that you want. I don't care. <laughs> um, nice. He was... I called him Tarzan because he was, he, he was built like Tarzan. But like bald and bearded and like just I was like tattoos ever. I was like, oh, like who are you? Nice. And he was the best lover I've ever had uh, to this day. Anyway, I mean, granted, hopefully my future is not that bleak. But man, he we had this natural dirty talk, and it wasn't even the first time we ended up having a second night stand later on, which was amazing as well. It was even better. He like lifted me up, stood up with me around his face. <gasps> stood up you guys handyman really carried, handyman carried me like I... attached yep and i was like yep oh and he held me like yeah up in yeah midair i was, it's, didn't use any prop 
of a wall or Nothing. anything. And I was like, it's and incredible. For a while, I was like, oh my god! I like, I don't even know if this feels good. I'm just so impressed. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, my mind is being blown so much. I can't feel anything yeah, else. I'm just like I'm just like this so is forever strong. in my brain. I'm so excited. You're so strong and so man right now. I mean, it made me feel so small and amazing. But yes. the second time we started sexting, and he. Like I, I kept calling him Mister his last name, and so he he didn't know my last name because we, I'd said it once the first time, and it was like we knew it was going to be one night stand, so it was never going to happen again. So he didn't remember it, but I long story he had a name tag, so like I kept seeing his last name anyway. And I'm also a girl, and I stalk people. Um, <laughs> yes, let's be real. Yes, um, yes. I knew yes. his Instagram. I checked it often. Yep. Um, <laughs> so I was like you know, Mister whatever, and he he was he said something about daddy, and I was like. Yes, all of the yes, and then from that point on, I just kept calling him daddy. Did, did like, you oh, know that was a kink for you until that happened? No, nope, had oh, no idea. No. Did not know. You discovered I've, a kink. I've, like, not, I've, I haven't gotten in on on that, but yeah, I'm like, it's so freeing when you can like find somebody that shares like everything, like uh, yeah. every portion of what we did. Like it, re- like it opened up so much sexually for me that I was like, I have no idea. Nice. And <laughs> shout did, out to he, you. He didn't hiss. Shout out to Tristan. At you. <sighs> okay, so should we get into the crazy and love story? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. Where are we at? Okay. No, we got uh, Oh, we got time? We got we got time. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to tell any- your worst date story, James? Yes. Sure, 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 sure. Um my worst date actually happened I mean, and I'm saying worst as in like playful worst, but my worst date was in junior high. No. High school. It was high school. Yes. Um, it was a Whoa. high school date. School oh, these stories. are her favorite. Oh, great. Christina's and I figured favorite. it was nice with the kiss, following up with the kiss yes. in yes. eighth grade. So now we're in high school. Um, I really liked this boy and it didn't work out. His friend asked me out and I was kind of like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's high school. Second that's best, high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It really was. And I didn't really want to go out with him, but I was like, nah, he's not bad. He was very much a skater You're boy. You're fine. Yeah. It's fine. fine. It's Everything's fine. fine. <laughs> so he was going to take me out. And back in the day, you always went somewhere big on a friend. And we kind of knew each other. We had hung out a little bit. But, you know, you always you go to a movie or you go you go do something. Unlike right. Now go to it's the like, mall. coffee, drink, let's get this over with. Right. Yeah. Um. So he was coming to pick me up because we were in high school and we could drive. Um. <laughs> and it was – he was texting – yeah, because we had phones then. I was like, oh my God, we had phones then. We had That's phones so sad then. That I'm like, when did I get a cell phone? So we were texting, I think. I don't even remember. Anyway, he was telling me he was going to be like half hour, almost, he was almost an hour late to pick me up. Oh, that's and I was like ready. Worst. It sucks when you're ready and you're like sitting, sitting there. in the living room, just like waiting. You like don't want to start school, an episode of anything because right. you're like, I'm not going to finish it. to do. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. nothing better to do. Your makeup is just getting older by the minute. That shit annoys me so much. For like, real. Yeah, I'm look, man, it's only going to look good for so long. <laughs> I need you to see me at its freshest. That is most you know? beautiful, yes. So he shows up, and the reason he's late is because he was getting ready. Like, he was like, I'm sorry, I'm taking so long, I'm getting ready. And I was like, well, that's cute. He shows up, steps out of the car, is wearing flip-flops, khaki pants, Khaki pants. I was like, this is the skater boy's version of dressed up. And flip-flops. And flip-flops. <laughs> and a whole filled sweater. And not in like the cool way where they sell them that it's like way like distressed? Now. It was like there was a random hole, like moth holes. You know what oh, I mean? Like, God. So you went on a date with Pigpen uh-huh. and he 
by getting ready, he meant jerking off. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So cool. he then immediately, like, I'm walking down towards his car, looking very cute, of course. And thank God I wore pants because he said, okay, so my passenger door is broken. So you either have to, to crawl across in. the stick shift or crawl in through the window. <gasps> uh, and I was like, okay. Stick shift, please. So I started with that. I crawled over the car into the passenger seat. But the whole time he was holding the door and watching me. Oh. oh. And from that point forward, I went, Window it is. Window from <laughs> yeah. here, here on go. out. Oh. So the whole way there, he's blasting rave music. Uh, We've had like, this conversation, blasting. Christina. Like, no electronica, no house music. No. No, people who listen to that just for funsies, I'm like... Just in your car, like why? driving. That gives me such anxiety. Look, man, d- right. for dancing, great. Like, it's right. good for that. It serves a purpose. That's what it was mm-hmm. made for. It was right. not made for, like, super fun, chill time music. <laughs> mm-hmm. nope. Like, no. So we're, like, yelling over this music, which he's in high school, so, like, drop that bass with the speakers in his car, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I... We're talking about we're going to a movie, and I was talking about how much I like was obsessed with the ICs and popcorn. And I was so excited to get it. Whatever. We get there. First of all, I think we saw a scary movie, which I am anti scary movies. Unlike you, Keegan, I am. I have hallucinations at night. It's terrible. I can't do it. So I do not watch scary anything. Like Sabrina is as scary as I get. The old one it. or the new no, one? The new one. The new one looks pretty. It's intense. It's pretty. It's yeah. Fabulous. Dark. By the way, check it out. Um. Add so, it to the spreadsheet. Add it to the Got spreadsheet. It. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> and so we get into the theater and he immediately starts rushing. And I'm like, I see popcorn. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what guy doesn't know that like literally like movie theater treats are You the got best. to. You got to get you me. You have a, to. You have to get you me a to. box of Sour Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm here for. Right. And don't talk through the trailers. We have very, oh. we are asking for very little. <laughs> like, I know. You shut your mouth. Shut your <laughs> you mouth shut when you're it talking right to me. Now. Um, so he starts literally running. And I was like, can we need to, I would like to. In flip flops, dangerous. Right? And he was like, my friends are already in the theater. I'm sorry. Oh. What? Uh huh. So all of a sudden I was like, oh, we're on a group date. That's fun. That's not a date. No. That's not a date. We're hanging out as friends. So we get there, and I think we were seeing like one of the Halloweens or something like that, which again, absolutely not. Mm. I blocked this out so hard in my memory that I don't even remember what movie we were watching. (laughs) So we get into the theater, and it was like a new movie out. And again, back in the day, there was not very much to do, so movies were a big thing for everybody. So theaters were packed in the day. And I... We couldn't Sounds find. like you're talking about like 1956. I know. It like, is. Back in my <laughs> day. <laughs> Do you want to go see a picture? <laughs> One of those moving pictures? <laughs> it's a talkie. <laughs> <laughs> so we get in and there's not enough seats for all of us to sit together. He didn't. So we sat in the aisleway on the floor Shut. leading up to the theater. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. His shitty friends couldn't save him. Two seats? All of his friends were with us. They were on the other side of him. None of us. In the aisle. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. We're sitting in the aisle. I'm sorry. At that that point, we sit separately. Like, my ass, even in high school, my ass is not trying to sit 
No, I wasn't either. But I also didn't know any of these people. I don't like scary movies. I don't oh. really want to be on this date anyway. So you I'm don't like, have popcorn. I There's don't have any of nothing this. good and about I'm this. Like, too so young mad. to drink. Can't distract uh-huh. yourself with alcohol. Also, like, too young to like stand up for myself. In yeah, all honesty, true. I was very, very timid back in the day. Me too. Um, I mean, just I had little moments of boldness, but that was about as far as I got. And so we're sitting, and I'm like, "Cool, I'm gonna go." and get myself my treats because I'm going to have treats if I'm going to sit God damn right. So I yes. went out and I got my icy and my popcorn. I come back. He literally takes the popcorn <gasps> out of my hands and starts eating it. And uh, I was like, <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, I didn't say anything because again, just like, com- in com- first of all, in complete shock that he literally, I, the whole way there, I was talking about how obsessed I was with it. And then he takes it from me and I was like, I'm going to murder you. Um, and so after the movie was over, I climbed back into the car through the window and we weirdly go into the parking lot of a grocery store because he needed to discuss with his friends where else we were going. And I was just sitting in the car going, well, I'm not climbing out of the window for this at the grocery store right. in the parking lot. So I'm just going to stay in the car while you do whatever you're doing. We then go to one of his friend's house. So I climb out the window. We go up to the friend's house and like people are smoking. I was like insanely anti-smoker at the time. My dad smoked, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no smoking. And I was very much a goody two-shoes. And so I was like, we need to leave. <laughs> that was my moment of boldness. So we go back and like I crawl back into the, and like at no point is he like holding my hand. None of like that. I think he maybe paid for the movie. We then ended up at the bookstore. <laughs> Again, not much to do in high yeah. school. Yeah. And so, I've, had, I've had a decent date at a bookstore, like right out of high yeah, school. Yeah, so. no, it's not. It's okay. not a bad idea. And honestly, when he suggested, I was like, okay. But then also the idea of like we went to my local Barnes and Noble in my neighborhood, and I was so embarrassed getting out of like in the main parking lot, crawling out of the window with a guy <laughs> with who's that fucking guy, yeah. khakis and a holy sweater, like not my person at all. Like, who are you? What is happening? I don't remember, honestly, what happened after that. I just remember being like, no, you need, we need to go home. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, God. So that was probably the worst that's a pretty. That's a pretty typical, like, just bad in, high school day. In and yes. out of the window. <laughs> in and out of the window of in the car. In and out of the window, sitting in an aisle, like, yeah. at the aisle. movie theater. Yeah. Like, all of that sounds awful. It was. Yeah. Ugh. The worst. All right, you want to do your crazy in love? What have you prepared for us today? So I was telling myself, like, Keegan, don't do a murder. (laughs) Don't do another murder. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, but I really, I really want to do a murder. Do do you? So I did a murder. Yay! So we are going to talk about... The murder of Sherry Rasmussen. Have you heard about this? Yes, I have. You know about this. Okay. All right. I've heard of the name for sure. It's a very distinctive name, Sherry Rasmussen. Rasmussen. And it's a very L.A. murder. So um, So this is local here. Yeah, it's local. Uh, She was murdered in Van Nuys. So very close to where we are right now. Mm -hmm. Let's go visit the murder site. Oh, my gosh. Let's go drive by. No. Um, So Sherry was born... On February seventh, nineteen fifty-seven, and by all accounts, like it's it's like the beginning of any Dateline, right? But I actually believe them. They're like she is amazing and beautiful, and everyone mm-hmm. loved her, and she was beloved by all. She but lit up every room. Literally she was coming into copy yes. paste that shit. Yes, every twenty twenty forty eight hours, all those Dateline. She things. could light like, up a room. You know angel. what I mean? Yes, yeah. yes. 
And, um, but I mean, I have seen like clips of her and she does seem like a very sweet woman in, mm-hmm. in some of these like clips mm-hmm. that they showed. And at the age of 16, she started studying nursing. So like very young. And by 29, she was the director of clinical care at Glendale Adventist Hospital. So she really like wow. worked her way up very quickly, was very passionate about nursing. So John Rutten was born uh, September of 1958, and he studied engineering at UCLA. He graduated in uh, 1982. He was charming, well-liked, good-looking, all of those things. And he went on to secure a job as a mechanical engineer. He met Sherry at a party in the spring of 1984. He got her number from a mutual friend. Uh, you know, it was just like, I really like that girl. You know, yeah. can I – Can I, can you – and so far, he seems hit. like a catch. I mean, yeah. mechanical engineer. Yeah. And he totally was like, hard. have you like, met my friend John? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he, that, that friend did the legwork. Yeah. So they went on one date, and then they were immediately exclusive after that. They were just like, didn't dick around. They were like, we're going to be together. So um, one year later, in May of 1985, they were engaged, and John gives um, Sherry a BMW as an engagement gift. Damn. That's the engagement gift he gives her. I hate BMWs, but still good. (laughs) I hate BMWs as well. I used to drive one, and I will never do it again because it's just not fucking working. Like, the maintenance on that shit is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, So then John moves in with Sherry in her home on Balboa Boulevard. I know. Balboa Mm -hmm. Boulevard in Van Nuys. So we could go drive past it if we wanted to. And then the two were married in November of that year. And by all accounts, described as just the perfect couple, super lovey-dovey with each other. They love each other. Mm. Okay. So let's rewind a little bit. Prior to meeting Sherry, John had dated around a considerable amount, as you would expect from a college student. Um, in 1981, while he was at UCLA, he met fellow student in who's in the same dorm as him named Stephanie Lazarus. And she was well-liked. She had a lot of friends. They both played basketball, so they bonded over that. And um, although they were intimate friends in college, they never – things didn't get physical until mm. after they graduated. So after they graduated, they kind of like hook up a little bit. Nothing really serious. It's casual. They're still dating other people. Uh, but enough that he would take her on trips with him. She met his family, oh. things like that. But they were never exclusive. So she probably thought it was more serious than he did. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Um. So when John got engaged to Sherry, he hadn't spoken to Stephanie in a in a considerable amount of time, like several months. They hadn't, you know, talked at all for several mm-hmm. months. So he didn't really feel the need to disclose that he was getting engaged or like what the status of his relationship was like. So she found out through a mutual friend that he had gotten engaged. So mm-hmm. Stephanie calls John hysterical, crying. And is like, can you please come over so that we can talk? So he comes over to her house and she confesses her love for him, begs him not to get married, mm-hmm. and pleads with him to have sex with her. He's, she's like, please, like, let's like, let's have sex. Don't marry Sherry. All of these things. He's like, no, no, we're done. I'm marrying Sherry. But yeah, I'll tap that one more time. <laughs> So I was like, no, yep, I'm committed, this- girl, but I will fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but I will fuck you because I'm here. Yes. So <laughs> they have just sex. made my dick hard. <laughs> but we need to do something. <laughs> this all sounds 
Correct. Um, and okay. he just lost all credibility. Oh, God. So they have sex one last time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he says he has no real further contact with um, with her after that, with the exception of, of one thing. So we'll get to that. So on the three-month anniversary of their marriage, John gives Sherry three long-stem red roses in a vase as a symbol of the months they've been together. And that night, Sherry's sister comes over. They have some friends come over. Everyone describes them as being very, like, sweet and lovey-dovey with each other. They're the perfect Um, couple. Perfect couple, holding hands, all of that stuff. So the next morning on February 24th of 1986, John gets up and goes to work, and Sherry didn't go to work. She called out sick, even though she wasn't sick. She was just like, there's a lecture they're giving at work that I just don't want to go to, so I'm going to call out. Girl, we've all been there. Feel it. Understood. So during the day, John calls the house to check in on Sherry like multiple times, and Sherry doesn't pick up, but he kind of doesn't really think too much of it. Mm -hmm. After work, he stops by the bank, and then he arrives home at like 6 p.m., when he gets home, he immediately notices broken glass from the patio door on the driveway. When John, when John enters the home, he finds Sherry dead on the ground, still in her nightgown. She'd been shot three times in the chest, was badly beaten, and there was a bite mark on one of her arms. In the, li- the living room was ransacked. The vase with their roses in it was smashed. The drawers were emptied. The TV oh, on the funny. wall looked like it had been like – Someone had tried to like dis, you know, mantle it. It looked like a break in. So John calls nine one one. Detective Lyle Mayer, Mayer uh, you know, who shows up on the scene, he is certain that this is a robbery gone wrong. Um, and there had been like a spat of break-ins in the area. So he's like, I'm pretty sure that's what's going on here. And local men had ID'd two Latino men as the culprits. So immediately, even though there's no evidence that there were like two people there, immediately he's like, this is who we're looking for. And they put out like – they, they, you know, have sketches drawn and they're like, we're we're looking for these people. They zero in on that. We're to jump to conclusions. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. However, the only things that were stolen were Sherry's BMW and John and Sherry's marriage certificate. That's it. Nothing else was taken from the house. Hmm. So- I, I don't think two Latino men are really interested in right? paperwork. Why? You go through your the time to find that shit? Like, come the fuck. Because, yeah, yeah, it's not like that you frame that and put it in your house. I mean, you literally shove that in a box somewhere and you're like, yeah, 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 we're married. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, it's good. We know. Yeah. Um, And Sherry's car was found 10 days later, not far away with the key still in the ignition. So it's not even like somebody took it with the intent of selling it for parts or BMW parts are expensive. Like, you could have broken that car down and gotten a lot of money. Um, so police questioned John Rutten, but he had no motive. He didn't have any insurance on her. By all accounts, their marriage was really good, and mm-hmm. he'd been at work all day. So they were right. like, I don't think it was you. But during the questioning, John brought up several names, including Stephanie Lazarus, who he, who he referred to as a old friend from my school days. <laughs> Sherry's parents also provided Mare with some information regarding disturbing incidents involving Stephanie. She had showed up at Sherry and John's condo, dressed provocatively, and asked John to, quote, wax her skis, which he did. (laughs) She showed up and he's like, and she's like, hey, 
can you just wax my skis for me? And he was I like, want, I want to know yes. what that's a euphemism. Right? Right. What do you think that is? I don't is? know, but it no sounds idea. dirty. Yeah, doesn't it? It does. I don't I'm going to have to I'm look gonna, that up on Urban Dictionary. Urban dictionary. Like, yeah. Can you wax my skis? Now, I mean, I think he literally waxed her skis, but also weird. Probably also waxed her skis, if you know <laughs> if what you I mean. know what I mean. <laughs> so one month after Stephanie and John had sex that last time during his engagement – um, Stephanie went to the hospital where Sherry worked and told Sherry, if, if I can't have John, nobody can, which like, so unoriginal. Come on. Come the fuck on. And she also told uh, Sherry that if the marriage falls apart, she'll be there to pick up the pieces. Mm. Ugh. So Stephanie pick up also told, <laughs> pick up his dick. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie also told Sherry during this visit about the sexual encounter she'd had with him during their engagement. And so Sherry went straight home and confronted John and he admitted everything and the couple, like they worked through it and got married anyway. So, however, Stephanie continued to appear at random times, at one point appearing inside their condo, and Sherry had no idea how Stephanie had gotten in. She also felt like she was being followed, and she said that she she told her friends and family that she was being followed by someone who looked like a woman who was trying to disguise themselves as a man, and she also said that the person looked like they had crazy eyes, which if you've ever seen this woman... (laughs) Her eyes are insane. I will show you a picture. She looks legit crazy eyes. They're too wide and just too intense. They're too open. Mm -hmm. They're way too open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's very (laughs) freaky. Um, So she uh, brought these things up to her family, and she never mentioned Stephanie by name. She always just said John's Mm -hmm. ex-girlfriend. So Detective Mayor was basically like (laughs) – he was basically like they, everyone, all the family was like, "Hey, maybe look into this. Like, look into the ex girlfriend that he had." And he's yeah. like, maybe. "No, I don't think I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna stick with I the break in oh, theory, and I'm not. I'm not gonna question her at all." So she was never questioned. Wow. Not even like yeah, not even once. So eventually, of course, the case goes cold. The parents never stop advocating to try and find um, who did this. John Rutten kind of. He kind of just disappeared. He got a lot of flack for not pursuing anything with the police because the parents were there like all the time making a nuisance of themselves. And he kind of brought up Stephanie and then he was just like, okay. As well. an old friend from college. Right. He didn't bring her up as like, mm, she's kind of crazy. And right. really is still in love with me and might have murdered my wife. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So people were real suspicious of, of John for a while there. But the parents, they, you know, they did a press conference like several years later. They offered a $10,000 reward oh to gosh. anyone who had information. Um, they continued to bring this up with the police and the police every time. At one point, after like DNA became a bit bigger thing, the more publicized thing, at one point, her father even offered to like pay for the DNA testing. He's like, I yeah. will pay for it. Just like, will you do it? And they were like, we don't see anything there. There's no, there's no real lead. So we're just going <laughs> to not do that. Oh, yeah, so fast forward to like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Finally, um LA has developed their first cold case unit mm-hmm. and they had seven officers and like 9,000 cases. Yeah, have you actually seen um the basement where they keep No, that is so discouraging to me because those are all people who were murdered and yeah. those are all just open cases, cold cases. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a we don't know. there's a basement, uh-huh. and it's it's boxes, floor to ceiling. And it's a giant basement. 
Yeah, it's um, it's so discouraging because wow. for every one of these stories, there's eight thousand stories that like th- that were solved and mm-hmm. yeah, they're murderers, and that's a lot of murder. Yeah, yeah, love is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's the point of these yeah. stories. Is crazy like crazy oh, love. Um, you know, after a while, you know, Sherry. Uh, so where was I? Two thousands. Yes, DNA. Cold, cold case, case unit. Cold yep. case unit. Okay. Got it. So cold case unit has been established and they start looking into cases. They're only looking into cases that um, are either sex crimes or burglary crimes because those usually have more of a chance of having DNA because the perpetrator stayed in the area for longer typically. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so they have more likelihood of being able to find them. So someone pulls Sherry's file and they test the DNA and they test the bite mark on her arm. Which is and the most clear. And you bit her. Yeah, you idiot. You put your dental records like, here they are. Here, here I am. <laughs> yeah. Just in case you want to find me. Yeah. So stupid. But anyway, so the, the bite mark comes back as um, belonging to a woman. And that was very surprising to them. Of course, they thought it would belong to a man. And they run that bike mark against the criminal database. And of course, they don't turn up anything in the criminal database. So they're right. like, okay, well, we'll just file you back away. So then a couple more years go by. And at this point, I think we're in like, what year are we in? 2004? Yeah. Okay. We're in December of 2004 um, when the DNA is is finally tested. Okay. So then there's a new detective on the case. It gets sent back to Van Nuys. There's a new detective on the case, Detective Nuttall. And he – I, I know. I knew someone <laughs> was going to laugh at Nuttall. that. <laughs> Nuttall. Um, so he reads the original theory about two male robbers and he's like, but he's like, the no. DNA is from a woman. So we need to take a closer look at this. So he starts going through the file and he starts seeing um, all the women who were – there were like five women who could have been suspected. Yeah. And he notices Stephanie Lazarus's name right away because it says P.O. next to it. At the time of Sherry Rasmussen's death, um, Stephanie Lazarus was working as a patrol officer for the LAPD. Oh, snap. Yep. And then she went on to work in internal affairs Holy after that. Shit. So policing other – officers and then she went on to work in major crimes focusing on art thefts and her husband who's also police officer was working with Nuttall in the robbery homicide division and she Stephanie worked across the hall in major crimes my yes that's awkward that's you're gonna want to fill out a form for hr (laughs) i know (laughs) Um, did you murder someone did you happen to murder somebody i know that's crazy but like (laughs) maybe a shotgun murder it's a little weird but if you could just be honest with me here so please don't like microwave fish (laughs) (laughs) thanks (laughs) thanks oh my god office combos there's someone in my office who um microwaves brussels sprouts all the time and it's like what is wrong with people (laughs) who raised you they're delicious but but they're a home treat they're a home food yes they're a home food um so in her entire career stephanie had never received any disciplinary hearings of any kind in fact she was considered to be like the top of the top, right? Mm-hmm. Like she, Detective Lazarus, man, she saves the art. Yeah, she saves the art. She's in the news all the time, fucking saving art. Oh. She like started a um, she started a program at the police department to for like um 
daycare mm-hmm. for working because, you know, when she first started, only 2% of the force were women. Like, she did a lot of seemingly really good stuff. Uh, yes. So the team worked nights because – and they kept the team very small because office gossip and shit like that. Yeah. And they didn't want her to catch wind that they were looking, looking into her, her yeah. or her husband to catch wind of that. So in reviewing the case file, one of the detectives on the case uh, called out that in the mid-80s, patrol officers carried thirty-eight caliber revolvers as their oft- off-duty gun. And it was the same type of gun used to kill Sherry. And when he entered Stephanie's name into the state gun registry, he discovered that Stephanie had filed a report with the Santa Monica Police Department 13 days after Sherry died, uh, stating that her car had been broken into and her gun was stolen her 38 caliber uh-huh. weapon had been stolen out of her car. Mm. Likely story. Likely story. So uh, at this point, they're like, okay, we need to find a way to get her DNA. So they do the whole trailer, wait for her to like get a fucking Starbucks or whatever <laughs> and throw it away. And then they like took the Starbucks cup and tested it. So when the DNA came back, it came back as a positive match. Of course it did. And the chance that the bite mark on Sherry's arm could have been from someone other than Stephanie was over 402 quadrillion to one. Wow. So impossible that it could have belonged to anybody else. So on the 5th of June, uh, 2009, 23 years after Sherry's murder, detectives approach Stephanie's desk, tell her that they – and this shit is bananas. Like this is the thing that makes people want to like – like learn about this case besides all the other crazy stuff. Right. So the detectives go to her desk and they're like, Hey, um, we're holding a guy down in the jail who has some information about an art theft that you've been investigating. Like, can you come down and question him? And she's like, for sure. So (laughs) yes, please. Yes, I will. (laughs) So she goes down with them and in doing so to go into the jail area, they all have to check their weapons. So, they all check their weapons, and they've effectively disarmed her. Right. Nice. You know. So then they take her into an interrogation room, and you can watch the videos of this or, like, listen to it. It's, like, 20 <gasps> minutes. I was going to play it for you, but it's too long. It's long, yeah. It's, like, 20 oh God, minutes. I can't wait to listen to it. And it is crazy because they just start real casually being like, hey, like, do you remember, like, a guy named John Rutten? Maybe. And she's like, huh, hmm, rut, rutten, rut, rutten, yes. Okay, yeah, oh I... God. You murdered um, someone and you're pretending like you don't remember? It is the weirdest thing because her acting is so bad and the detective's acting is so good. Because anytime she starts to get like a little bit like suspicious they're like no 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 look we just wanted to bring you down here because we have so much respect for you and your husband and we know that there are so many like looky loos upstairs and we just wanted to do you the courtesy of being able to talk to you about this stuff like without yeah. people like looking so Even that's we've all nailed you to the ground yeah. on this one we're just trying to get some insight mm-hmm. on on these people and we saw your name come up and we were like yeah well you know we know stephanie so we'll just talk to her get a little you know perspective on this case right. and the number of times she's like, oh, gosh, I don't know. It was like so long ago. I, I can't even remember it. And they're like, well, did you ever know Sherry? And she's like, you know, I may have met her. Like maybe I've met her before. They're like, did you ever have any altercations with her? No, I don't. I mean, I don't think so. I don't think – I don't recall anything like that. Oh and you God. slowly watch her start to change like – They'll start being like, well, we had some people say that you went to her job. And she's like, you know what? You know, things are starting to come back to me. Like, maybe I went to her job once 
just to be like, hey, John is still calling me and like that's not cool because I know you guys are engaged. So if you could tell him to back off. Like these are the things she's saying, right? Yeah. And so this goes on for like 20 minutes and it is so cringy because watching someone who's a bad actor, like why? Isn't she not smart enough to be like, you can go through my lawyer. Yeah, right. you no, know what I mean. Like, officer. why does she? It, it, it's so weird. You're not because stuck they're her there. peers and their friends, which actually probably and out they to their do benefit. play it well. Like yeah. they play it well. Anytime she starts to get it suspicious, anytime she starts to get suspicious, they immediately go in and like. Then they're like, no, 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 like, calm down. It's okay. Like, we just your name just came. We were looking at this file, and yeah. your name was in it, and like we just. Since we know you and you've been at – they flatter her. They're like, you've been at this longer than we have Mm -hmm. as a detective Mm -hmm. and all that shit. And it makes her feel comfortable. And so by the time they finally get to like, well, we heard that you were kind of harassing Sherry about John. And she's like, what? What? Why? Like, do I need a lawyer? Um, I don't – if you're saying that I had something to do with this, I have a real problem with that. Like – and so finally, you can hear it in the interview. She gets up to leave and she, because they're at some point, they're like, look, you don't have to stick around here. Like, we're just talking to you. You know, you're free to leave anytime. Mm-hmm. And so finally, she gets up to leave. You hear her get up to leave and it's pretty cordial. They're like, hey, yeah, thanks for helping us out. Like, thanks for coming down. Like, that was really, and they're like, she says, thank you for giving the, giving me the courtesy. And then as soon as she leaves, they immediately, go after her in the hallway and then they say you're under arrest for the murder of Sherry because they 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 basically say they're like okay so you never like went to her house or anything like that there's no way that you there could be any dna and so they put her under arrest take her back into the interrogation room and they're like we have your dna like we know that you were there and you can hear them take her back into the interrogation room so it's like her mood and demeanor changes because now she's like fuck i can't like get myself out of this situation i'm actually under arrest Mm -hmm. so um sherry pleaded not guilty but they set bail for 10 million dollars so she wasn't able to make that bail and the trial began um 26 years after wow sherry's death so 26 fucking years that this family she got to live her life yeah she got to live a full life they had adopted a, a child her and her husband, like, um, so during the trial, a roommate of Stephanie Lazarus testified that not long before, um, not long before the murder, and her roommate was also a police officer, that Stephanie woke her up in the middle of the night crying and devastated about John and like needing support. John's sister read, uh, read a letter that Stephanie had written to their mother. So to John's mom. Stephanie wrote a letter to John's mom just prior to John's wedding. And it read, I'm totally in love with John. And the past year has really torn me up. I don't think I'll ever understand his decision. Another officer testified that leading up to the murder, Stephanie showed off lock picking tools she had obtained and she had several books on lock picking because there was no evidence of forced entry and they, they right. were wondering about that. They're like, why? Um, so Stephanie also took three days off work surrounding like the time that Sherry Look, died. I've got to murder someone. Um, I need a few days. Can I use some off. vacay days? Is that all right? <laughs> Is this sick leave? Or- P- PTO? <laughs> um, so the jury reached uh, – so the defense, the defense tried to argue that um, 
it was a burglary. You know, they are pointing to the other burglaries in the area. And then they tried to argue that the DNA evidence had been tampered with because the bag that it came in had a hole in it or something like that because it had been in fucking storage for like 23 years right. mm-hmm. uh, at the time that it was tested. So they tried to argue that, but the judge was like, nah. So the jury reached their decision in one day, which as we know is not that long in nope. a murder case. And they found her guilty of first degree murder. And later that month, she was sentenced to 27 years to life in prison. And she's currently serving her sentence at the California Institution for Women in Corona. And she'll be eligible for parole in 2039. She is appealing her conviction. Of course. Wow. But I don't think that's going to go super well. Wow. wow. That yeah. is amazing. That she will be on the next season of Orange is the New Black. Oh, my God. I encourage everyone to watch those YouTube videos oh or gosh, listen I'm to. It's- it is so crazy. And also, we're going to put it up on our Instagram like we always do. She is also the craziest looking person. Yeah. I be- just, I never understood why she didn't just like, as soon as they started talking about it, be like, you know what? Like, talk to my lawyer. You know what I mean? Right. No, always- I think she just thought she could talk out of her way out of yeah. it. And they she were like. She was too smart. Yeah. And well, they. She got away with it for 26 years. Yeah. And she was. I think maybe she was trying to play the odds of like, well, if they really are just trying to get some, you know, they know me on a personal level. Maybe they just trust my opinion on what the situation was like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So was maybe if ones. I just play it cool, they won't notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this, it, that story is so sad to me because this poor woman had nothing to do with this. It wasn't right. like she yeah. had a relationship with this woman and like she was a complete third party that never should have gotten in the middle of something like this. Yeah, you know and what I, I mean? also feel feel kind of bad for for John because I'm sure yeah. he feels guilt for of, of course you fucked her that last time sir yeah. not only that you kept her in your life when yeah. you knew she was literally coming at your you wife you no know, offense yeah. but like come on he's not completely innocent in this either oh crazy eyes mm-hmm. she's showing me a picture of her yeah this wow. woman yeah yeah she she's the craziest looking woman um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where it always makes me the saddest whenever it's a third party. Like when you go after the person, you know, you don't go after the guy who fucked you over. You go after, not that she shouldn't, she shouldn't have gone after anyone. Nobody should murder anybody. Don't murder anyone. (laughs) And also she shouldn't have gone after anyone, John, other than that one thing he did. He didn't do anything wrong by being with Sherry and wanting to marry someone else. You know what I mean? Like he didn't do anything wrong. You shouldn't have gone after anyone, but going after her specifically, like Mm -hmm. it's not her fault. It's not her decision. Yeah. Why is she the one you're mad at? Like, why are you directing your anger at that person? She figures if she takes her out, then he'll come running to her. Which you did a crazy in love story where that did kind of happen. That woman who like burned her own house down and all that shit. Yep. So and she killed could her animals and and then pretended to be the murdered woman for like four years on Facebook, and so harassed herself and the guy as the murdered woman, so that she could so be with the guy and console him and like be like, "We're in this together. We're both being harassed by this crazy lady that she had in fact murdered." So oh my yeah, God. yeah, that's. That's a that's a level whole another level. That's like, man, get get lives, guys. That's Just what I'm saying. I get say some same hobbies. Thing. Same. And there and are a million your, like, guys out there. Listen, I'm well, sure he was great. 
But there are lots of great he guys. He sounds fine, if he I'm sounds, honest. He sounds, he sounds fine. kind of boring. Right. I mean, he yes, did like, buy her a BMW. So, here's the thing. Yeah. But the, it's at the end of the day, I mean, relationships aside, like, you don't need men. Like, or a woman or whatever. Like, love is not... In that form is not necessary for you to live your life in yeah. a happy way. Yeah. yeah. You can love yourself and in fact, great relationships with Look people. at how detrimental it was to Stephanie Lazarus's life. You know, she she had a good life. You know, she had created a good life for herself as like yeah. a police officer, had a, you know, by all accounts, solid marriage, a child, yeah. was very well respected in her career. Seemed to have turned it around. Yeah. Seemed to have turned it around, but because you ha- could not control yourself. I mean, yeah, she had a space diaper moment. Yeah, you total. you destroyed your entire <laughs> life. You destroyed the lives of that whole family, Sherry's whole family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spent 26 years wondering what happened to their daughter and actively advocating. And probably knowing what happened to their daughter and, and not being living able to get- in absolute misery because she was still living her life and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> okay. Oh, nice one. Well, hey, um... Thank you guys very much for for joining us today. We want to give a special shout out and thank you to Jamie for oh, helping fill so in. Having me. Um, again, we have bonus content up on Patreon uh, featuring Cassie out on the road, and we've got uh, lots of fun merch and stickers and buttons and all kinds of stuff you can do for signing up. So help us out and share with your friends. Yes. So that Patreon is patreon.com slash date. We've gotten some people mentioning that they can't find us in the search bar, which I am working with Patreon to try and resolve. But if you are looking for us on Patreon, it is patreon.com slash date. You can also find us on social media. We're on Instagram at my worst date podcast. You can find us on Twitter at worst date pod. We have a really fun Facebook group where people get together and share memes and stories. And, uh, it's a really good time. So you can find us on Facebook, both through our business page and our, uh, Facebook group. If you have any stories, we love hearing high school stories. Those are super fun. <laughs> they just any, make me so happy. <laughs> they just make, Christ- they just make Christina light up. Yes. So if you have any of those, please submit those along with your worst date stories, shame receipts, et cetera, et cetera, to, uh, my worst date podcast at gmail.com. Anything you want to plug, Jamie? Any shows yeah, upcoming? Or? Uh, I don't have any shows upcoming, but if you guys want to find me on social media, it's just at Jamie Janik. That's J-A-N-E-K uh, on pretty much every social media pl- social media platform. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.